0: This is Pappy Pee-Pee. Got a little smoky on Artichoke Lane. This is Sam. Over.
1: Breaker Breaker, this is Lot Lizard 2. I can't be Lot Lizard 1 because Lot Lizard 1 has a lot more action going on than I do. This is Jackie. Over.
2: Any big rigs out there got their ears on? Come on back. I'm Justin and this is Breaker Breaker on Stinker Madness. Over and out. WHAT'S THAT SMELL?!
0: I don't know about you, but I'm thirsty as fuck. Thirsty, thirsty, thirsty as fuck. Hey,
2: look at this! You Thrill me.
0: If you come back in here,
2: I'm gonna hit you with so many rights, you're gonna beg for a left. Thrill me. Beg for a left. Thrill me.
3: Hey, look at me. No!
2: Hello and welcome to Stinker Madness, the podcast about bad movies for bad movie lovers Bye, truckers. Uh, I'm your host, Justin. With me are always Sam and Jackie. We are making a shift in plans today. Uh, we are not going to be doing Rumble in the Bronx after uh, I received several death threats. Yeah. <laughs> Mostly from Sam. Um, but, uh, instead I've shifted, I've pulled a Sam, I've said, we're going to watch a movie and then not watch that movie and instead go on a three weeks, uh, series of trucker films starting this week with 1977's Chuck Norris masterpiece breaker breaker.
0: I've, it's taken me almost five years, but I've made all three of us now turn this into a podcast
2: of nothing but lies. lies. We are literally fake podcast (laughs) yeah because we're not fake news yeah (laughs) there's no news here there's nothing to learn no
1: (laughs) hello jackson hello over
2: you can stop the over thing now i think that joke is i'm
1: the i'm the quiet trucker justin there's no such thing if you got a cb you have to use it that's the law you don't
2: just put in a cb to look at it you get on there and you you call out to all the other big riggers out there and let them know where all the smokies are and uh uh whatever else you need The
1: what happens if what? you're in a honda civic
2: then you're not a trucker then you get ran but over you by have a,
1: a c you have a cb in your honda civic why would you have a cb
2: in your honda Civic? because you're
1: a fucking weirdo okay, i don't know all right, all right all right and then the truckers find out when you stop at the rest stop right to go pee they're like hey isn't that the uh y- do you think that that's the handle red civic
2: reds okay and uh, that's and then, as clever as you can get with your handle
1: <laughs> <laughs> well it has to be obvious that you're in red civic okay and then they corner you by the taco bell and they kick your ass <laughs> huh. and then they rip your radio out because they're like you're not a real trucker fuck face and uh, then you have to buy a new one at the truck stop and it costs you 90 bucks and you're out there and you just rewire it and then you're back out on the road you wait about 50 miles and then you're like this is red civic over
2: did either of you guys? Because, as everybody knows that listens to the shows, we're old as shit. Um, did either of you guys have CBs when you were kids?
0: Well, as you recall, my the before kindergarten, we didn't have real like we had solar power and and uh, generator electricity. We didn't have. You guys homes. were from the
2: future, right? Yeah,
0: we were from the past. Oh. Like, we didn't have... Solar energy
2: is there really... There was
0: no power up there. It was so remote that you had to... I'm
2: pretty sure Thomas Jefferson was a big solar energy fan. What yeah. are you talking about? No, that's from the future, man. Yeah,
0: but there's no phones either, so it was right. all CB.
2: Yeah. So you, was, you did. There
0: was a CB in every car.
2: You, did you have a CB in your house? Yes. Nice. Jax, that was the only way to do it. Did you uh, have any experience with the Citizen's Band
1: radio? No.
2: Really? No, I grew up in the city. Yeah, well, you know, your dad likes big trucks, so maybe he wanted to have a CB at some point.
1: No, he didn't.
2: Okay. My dad had a CB in his truck.
0: I think I have a CB in my apartment in one of the boxes.
2: We should totally see what happens, like, you know plug it in and like, I, is anybody using CBs anymore? That's the thing.
0: Yeah. And people use those stupid walkie talkies still that have the two mile range. Yeah. I can put batteries in that fire it up and start going through channels and people are doing sex talk to each other. Nice. Like across the neighborhood and shit. <laughs> then you'd be like, that's hot stuff. We're like this is a private channel. <laughs> and you're like, uh oh, no, it's not <laughs> no, dickhead. It There's not. not a private channel in the bandwidth <laughs> that you're working with. You guys are fucking hot talking each other across the, across the cul-de-sac. And everybody can and everybody's listening. It's like days of our lives. Thank you.
1: Really, I want a talkie talkie. <laughs> I want really to fucking spy on our neighbors. Why oh, yeah. do we even have a
2: podcast? That should just be the podcast. Listen to these sexy talk from weirdos. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: okay. Really like your front bushes over. <laughs> oh
0: boy.
2: Um, Sam, please tell us about Breaker Breaker.
0: Uh, so this is the first American film starring Chuck Norris. Okay. It's not the well
3: with him as the lead.
0: Him and so he had been in a couple of other movies, Mm -hmm. both in Hong Kong. Obviously, uh, trained with he was in the Bruce Lee movie "Way of the Dragon." Right, Uh, he's the main bad guy because they were training partners. Mm -hmm. Um,
1: He's blonde in this movie too, which was unusual. What? He's blonde. He's always blonde. No, he's got red hair. No, it's
2: sturdy.
0: Yeah, it got more red the older he got. Who knows what the story is there, right? But uh, with him and Bruce Lee basically making industrializing the karate school, Mm -hmm. when it got hot in L.A., it's Steve McQueen that says, you know, you should get into acting and then I think you can do it here. You're going to be fine. And this is the one that he decided to choose, basically.
2: Right, which was uh, a good choice. Oh, it's a great choice um, for us. I don't know. if Yeah, I mean, I guess it was a good choice for him too because he went on to be Chuck Norris. Yeah, but using a trucker movie that is as weird as this to launch your karate career isn't not. It you know usually you have the ninja uh, revenge thing that launches. You know that's the cliche karate movie is uh, some revenge plot. But uh, well, here he gets on a K and W truck and runs people over.
1: Well, they were trying to break the stereotype for truckers for this movie. I'll just break in here with some fake news. That they look like bowlers
2: um, and they can't do karate?
1: Yeah. Okay. That they eat a lot of sandwiches. Mm-hmm. They're they're usually maybe a heavier build. Sure. And maybe can't kick above their waistline. Or
2: have seen their feet in six years. Yes. Yeah.
1: And they're really breaking the stereotype here with casting Chuck Norris as this badass karate guy. Is this any... Am I close? Uh
0: movie stuff three of the truckers that I know are some of the most in shape people that I am friends with. Oddly enough.
1: Hmm. My uncle's okay. a trucker and he's a big fat fuck. Yeah, I'm sure. And he's a out wife there. abuser. Oh. And he's a piece of shit. Oh. Wow. Well, like and Justin this... can't remember his name, so I cannot. <laughs> <laughs>
2: not really on my high priority list to worry about that too much.
0: Yeah, in terms of how this made Norris a star, though, that's interesting because this is an AIP film. Mm -hmm. Uh, Now, it was supposedly shot in 74. I don't think that's true. Okay. But they said it wasn't released until 1981 after Force of One and Good Guys Were Black are sort of his explosion. Huh. That's not true. You that know the AIP didn't do that. Yeah. You know that what happened really is, and I'm making some assumptions here, but I know Samuel Arkoff. Or I've read about him enough to know that he doesn't sit on shit like this. Mm-hmm. So this toured Small Circuit. This did the end of Drive-In right. for Arkoff, and then when he got big, he sold it again, and then they put it back in theaters on a wide release because a lot of people hadn't seen it.
2: Yeah, because I could see this teaming up with Highballing really sure. easy on a double feature yeah. at the drive-thru. Really easy. So, yeah, it's insane to me that they, anybody would say that.
1: For those listeners who don't know what a drive-thru is. Yeah, drive-in. <laughs> drive-in. Drive-thru. That's it's where, where you go to the movies and you sit in your car and it's a gigantic screen I'm, and you and you tune in with your radio. It's
2: not that... They still have drive-ins, Jackie. Like it's it, still- we're not, we're not really. Oh ex- yeah, I, uh, mm-hmm. Are our listeners five years old. No, everybody knows what a drive-in is. Uh huh. Yeah, they. This is a movie podcast. We live in a city, and we don't have, have, have one, to know things about movies to listen to this. There, podcast.
1: We don't have a we don't have a drive-in here. Yes, there is do. a
0: drive-in within a half hour of here. Yeah.
1: yeah, it's not in our town though.
0: Oh Jesus! Yeah,
2: no,
1: we Does A have a drive-in? It,
2: hey, yeah. Google that shit. You don't know what something is on this podcast? GTS. Move on, Sam. Uh,
1: Wait, do you want me to interject with some more fake news? Yeah. What What do
0: you got? Like, did birds come and they, they used carrier pigeon to send signals uh, between the uh, cinematographer and the producer on this? The horse in this movie. Yeah, the horse was interesting. I still don't really know about that. This
1: was his big acting break. Well, and they chose him because he had really good eye um, communication. And they were like, we really need to capture just how awesome this this scene is. What's that? Mr. Horse? You can do it? Let's see it. Oh my God, you're going to be an instant star. I don't know if this horse ever made it to another film, but <laughs> I don't he, know he really stole the show in for his scene.
0: This horse actually looked like it was batshit crazy, and actually probably <laughs> ran away off yeah, the set, right. never to be seen again. Yeah, okay. Uh, so when they do really release this in 1981, though, it makes two twelve million dollars. Wow, twelve million dollars, and it costs two hundred and fifty thousand. That is hot shit. It right got now. it made some
2: cash. Yeah, that is hot shit.
0: But either way, at that point, like the the legend of the Norris, the fact that he. Bruce Lee's dead by this point, Mm -hmm. so he's now like the sole benefactor of karate schools in America for the most part. like, Had he never been a movie star, this guy still would be Chuck Norris. Right. It's just that he's so Chuck Norris that that he couldn't not be a movie star, I guess. I guess not.
1: Does he still have uh, facilities?
0: Oh, I'm sure.
2: Yeah, he's probably got a chain of them.
0: And at this point in time, it seems that he has a black belt in any discipline that gives him out. Yeah. Like, he's trained in everything. Wow. You know, the sort of last thing, because I I could talk about Chuck Norris for six hours, and we'd all fall asleep.
2: Um, Yeah, I'm already getting there. You're already getting there? Yeah. Uh,
0: The thing that's interesting about this is, like, why he chose it. He also only got paid $5,000 on this movie. Wow. And, it's one, he didn't need the money. So... If you look at his whole career, he only does stuff that he wants to do, which is so weird. Because because, it's
3: crap.
0: (laughs) Well, no, because he's like, well, I want to play this character. And he was like, well, the screenplay has to be modified because I won't be involved with a picture that doesn't display. Uh, justified violence Right And that everything has to have This sort of emotional tone he's like Well no you can't do that You can't do that Because he's got this Like huge personal code Right
2: Yeah No he wanted to be In terms of endearment And they said No you can't kick uh, You can't kick your Co-star in the face This is not that type of movie Chuck Norris
0: Well he said I wasn't going to do any I was just going to act In that movie And they're like Oh were you
2: <laughs> <laughs> Was this going to be
0: The one where you Started doing that <laughs> Well, I mean, you, you love him for the fact that he's him. That's the thing right. is that in his mind and in his soul, he's like... Well this is me playing this character. But what happens is is Chuck Norris is just being Chuck Norris in the movie. Right. And so in like this, these screenplays landing is like I'm going to do this because I've never played a guy named Josh that used to be a sailor. But it doesn't matter cuz it ends up just being Chuck Norris right. in the movie. You can't tell the difference between any of it.
2: You could just you could honestly like do a supercut of yeah. all Chuck Norris films and make it one narrative.
0: You can't so you'd have to actually do two cuz you have to do beard Norris and non-beard right, Norris. Right right right. But that's the only thing. You could could cut together in those movies, and no, you wouldn't be able to tell they weren't the same movie. Right, exactly. Especially because of how this is one of the only movies where he doesn't go fantastic with his wardrobe. Like, he wears the same thing the whole time. And I think that he saw that, and he's like, you know what? I don't want to do that ever again. And then Good Guys Wear Black happens, and it's like, this is a fucking fashion show. (laughs) He doesn't wear the same thing for longer than a minute and a half. (laughs) And then there's just a bunch of shots of his
2: ass. Good Guys Wear Black. And in very many different yeah. varieties of, of black attire,
1: I will say though he did have one extra outfit in this movie when he was teaching the mm-hmm. Zen moment, he had a, a sequined jumpsuit on. Oh, it
2: was ridiculous! Oh, yeah, that and was And the ridiculous. side of the pants
1: were completely blinged out, and yeah. I, I loved it. Yeah, it was. Uh, I was like, you are fucking owning that, buddy. Like, I love it.
2: Like Elvis would have been comfortable in that. If 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 you want to wear something that Elvis is that Elvis is comfortable in. You've got a wild fashion taste.
0: Yeah, and maybe that's it, is that, like, Chuck Norris is the Elvis of karate. Right. (laughs) He's the king. Love him or hate him,
2: he's the king. Chuck Norris has left the building. Uh Uh-huh. You got anything else?
0: I got some stuff that I can sprinkle in as we go.
2: Okay. Um, Before we get started, I want to give a huge thank you to our new uh, uh, Patreon subscriber, uh, support us on patreon.com forward slash Uh Thank you very much to Jeremy M. for signing up for our, um, I believe it's the Troll 2 level. Um, he's checking $20 a month at us. So thank you very thank much you. for doing that. Thank
1: you. Yeah. So Jeremy, here's, here's your joke of the day. Just um, for um, you, for, for participating. There
2: goes our Patreon.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you can stop right now. <laughs> <laughs>
1: no, he'll like this. He'll okay. like this. All okay. Right. Where does it duck fart come from from his ass quack
0: (laughs) i heard that earlier this week and somebody else laughed that hard i I was like i i i almost wanted to throw up the first time this time i just now have to
2: poop
1: (laughs) (laughs) oh that's just for you Jeremy. m uh breaker breaker
2: from 1977 Uh, it starts out basically with the town of Texas City, California, sure. getting founded or whatever that yes. they've, the governor has issued them a certificate of you're a place now. Yeah, and they're like, "Fuck California with your goddamn liberal bullshit and your high tax rates." We're naming this town after my son, who's named after the real only real estate in the world, goddamn Texas. Yeah. The, cute, and cute, it's
0: cute. George Murdoch is the actor that's the. Mayor Judge God King of Texas right? City. <laughs> and you've seen him in one episode of every television show uh-huh. ever fucking made. Yeah, no, he's uh, very
2: familiar. And he's at a fucking 12 this whole movie. Yes, like he's, he's awesome.
0: Other he, than when he's molesting that kid.
1: Well, that's a 12. Um, yeah, but it's a bad 12. Yeah, it's a bad 12. Uh, yeah, that was really we'll, we'll, get, we'll get to
2: that. He's basically Roscoe P. Coltrane of this like, weird, we're separating, we're the uh, independent state of Jefferson type fucking bullshit that's happening in this movie. Um, But he's so, like, weird.
0: He's weird.
2: He's not even, like... We got to do these bad things. He like speaks like he's half Shakespeare
1: and half Roscoe P. Coltrane. He's
0: a charlatan.
1: (laughs) So I think what happens is when you drink too much alcohol, you start to believe your own bullshit. (laughs) Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. And then you're like, I'm the king of the world. Let this rattlesnake bite me. And then he's like, wait, this is a bad choice. But then it's too late. And then he's got rattlesnake poisoning. He's drinking with a baby doll hooker. And he puts on a red robe instead of a black one when he's the judge, because you know this is middle medieval Europe, right? And yeah, he's, the, he's the inquisitor. Uh, yeah, apparently. Yeah. And you know, then you just start. Memorizing rando things and then just trying to incorporate them so you seem like you've still got a handle on your real life mm-hmm. but like, you don't
2: yeah like you're important like yeah. oh he, he, this man saying things that I don't understand I should clearly trust him even though this entire movie he is drinking throughout
1: He's probably just drinking throughout. I wrong. think the actor was drunk.
0: Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I think he's
1: pulling on Ollie Reed here.
0: An odd thing with George Murdoch is he's one of the guys that was buddies with the producer that I worked for on the children's show. Okay. His Mur- Murdoch and Bixby were his two best buddies mm-hmm, in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. And uh, it seemed from the stories that they all quit drinking in the 70s. Mm. They all had... Uh,
2: Except for Oliver Reed.
0: Oh, Oliver Reed. Yeah. He, well, he, he the drinking quit him. <laughs> <laughs> he, he died from it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but, like, the the party was hard, and uh, at one point, they were all like, okay, we got to stay married because we're not superstars. We make enough money, but we can't get divorced, so we got to retire from drinking. Right. So, who, at this point, it could have been right around that time, but uh, they would still have cocktails in that, but that it wasn't like the... I heard some, like, the early 70s, late 60s, it was just drunk all day, all mm-hmm. the time,
2: mm-hmm. everybody. Yeah.
1: Um, I tried living that lifestyle uh, I'm living it right now I made it three days (laughs) and then I was like you know what I'm really tired of shooting water out my ass I just can't keep doing this my bottle is raw I'm just never going to make it as an alcoholic so I had to sober up and drink some Powerade (laughs) before I died
2: good story Um, thank you JD Dawes comma beloved trucker has pulled back into the area. He's been on the road for a long time, and he's back in town, and everybody's like, Oh, great to see you, GD. We missed you. And, he was uh, in Alaska. Okay, yeah, there you go. He had a long haul, which is what I said. Um, And finds his little brother, his little kid brother, little scrapper, uh, out on the motocross practice park thing where you take a dirt bike and just do brodies. Yeah. Whatever those are called.
1: Yeah, and then after this kid wipes the fuck out, right? right,
2: He doesn't seem to be a very good motorcyclist.
1: He he pulls (laughs) his bike back over to where his brother's sitting, Uh and you notice that he's got a really nice pair of riding boots that are just sitting there, and he's riding around in, like, a pair of Doc Martens. Right. And I'm like, okay, this is a dirt sport, so you should know that there is a large possibility you could break your ankle. Yeah, don't use those boots they're created for that right you better save those for when it's really dangerous or
2: put your fucking foot against the goddamn exhaust pipe and burn it off
1: yeah
2: Um. either way things get pretty weird almost instantly in this film because they meet up and they're like there's this knowing look at each other like good to see you bro I missed you but then the dialogue is an insult of put putt he the kid like can't. put 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 put, and then Chuck Norris starts wrestling starts with him. Starts wrestling like with him, you son of a bitch! <laughs> and there's, it,
0: it, it's I've seen this five or six times now, and uh, the when they're wrestling, it's like Chuck Norris is sort of like playful with them mm-hmm, a little bit. But mm-hmm. anytime the kid tries to wrestle back, he fucking slams him into the dirt. Right. He's like, I will show you how to wrestle. Either pretend <laughs> to wrestle, or I will fucking wrestle you. I am Chuck Norris. And he's
1: like, I'm fucking 16, stop <laughs> it. Right. So I think that I'm going to burn one of my questions. What the hell is he talking about, putt-putt?
2: I don't know. I've don't got know. my
1: theory here. Okay, please. Okay, so I, I think that Chuck Norris had a embarrassing moment at a putt-putt golf place. Okay, all right. Where he was putt-putting and maybe crapped his pants. Ooh.
2: Hey, and yeah, so, it's an inside joke, a little history. Yeah.
1: I mean, that's what I think. I told you never to talk about that again. Yeah, the putt-putt incident. Yeah. That was... I, I drank a whole lot that week, okay? <laughs> I was trying to be an alcoholic for yeah, three days. You're leaving me alone. <laughs> <laughs> I
2: hate to burn those pants. Don't talk about it. <laughs> Stupid. Um, so they... They go to the trucking center, whatever those places are called, because it's just... Truck stop. No, yeah, truck stop. No, this is not the truck stop. This is, like, center of trucking, where all the truckers get together, because there's just, like, I guess maybe it's a truck stop. It's a truck stop. Um, yeah, 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 it's a truck stop. And
1: <laughs> he, there's no secret society of truckers, you don't dude. go to a
2: truck stop to, like, hey, kid, take my big rig and deliver this load of TV dinners, because uh-huh. he docks his truck, and then the kid loads it up so this isn't a truck stop this is where they're getting shit he's
0: yeah well i don't know what's happening because yeah it's like it Some cuts it that i guess the truck stop is also where they treat like oh, I'm, this is where i took my load right and then yeah the kid goes up and picks up another load and then right he's also like the kid is also a trucker i guess now this is his first solo run how old is he supposed to be i don't
2: think you can just Oh, well, even in 1977, uh, there was pretty strict regulations about who could be a trucker and who can't. You kind of have to have a license for it. They're in California, so heavy regulation. You had to
0: have a CDL, and he's like 16.
2: Right. Oh, you just get to go, oh, do you want to be a trucker? Well, go ahead and take this load for me. You can't do that!
1: Well, you know, this is his first solo, solo trip, right? Okay. And I think that the reason that this whole movie escalates so quickly... It's not cuz the brother goes missing. Mm-hmm. It's because all the truckers planned a trucker party for him and mm-hmm. had a lot lizard for him and everything, okay, right? Okay. They, it's right. like his bar mitzvah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it it's time, right? He's going to come back from his load. They have a they have a little cake with some candles and they mm-hmm, they've, they've mm-hmm. set up like this whole thing with little hats and shit. And then the kid doesn't show up. And they still have to pay the lot lizard and the cake right. goes stale. Yeah. And they're like fuck.
0: Yeah, they had a banner made that from the lyrics of the trucking song, uh, theme song at the beginning. Uh-huh. Says, get some lipstick on your dipstick.
1: oh
2: yeah. nice. Uh, yeah. Drop off that load and then drop off another load. Uh-huh. Yeah. On the prostitute. Okay, yeah. so I wasn't sure if you guys knew where I yeah. was. I going.
1: wasn't sure where you were going, <laughs> and now I'm kind of like, oh, maybe you There's should one, not have expanded on that one. Yeah.
0: There's <laughs> one guy standing in the court Make sex to that lady.
2: <laughs> um... There's also this weird sequence here where he meets another trucker who has been paralyzed by
0: some guy. <laughs> I, I don't know. So she's like, oh, they're up there in Texas City. that paralyzed him. And like, okay, he's got a foam neck brace and he's sitting in a truck. <laughs> right. Um, and then she says later. Yeah, they paralyzed the whole left side of his body. I'm <laughs> like, okay, wait, what? Only the left side, huh? So they punched him into a stroke, and now he's just sitting up there how stoically. He, how did he get up there? How did he get... And he's not, like... There's one shot where he's like, they couldn't get a good stoic shot of this guy because he almost, like, half smiles. And one of is <laughs> like... What am I supposed to do? You're supposed to do nothing. Is like, look forward. What? Am I doing it right?
2: I love that he's a, it's not just the neck brace. Like he's, like he's gone into court claiming he's got yeah. whiplash in a, in a faux lawsuit. Uh-huh. He's also got a, like one of those, like, I got wounded in the war bandages on all over the top of yeah. his head.
1: Like, no, that is not, come on. That's where, that's why he lost the, oh, never mind.
0: Yeah. He looks like he's, you know. This is a lawsuit get up, right? It does. It doesn't. He like, doesn't look beat up or anything.
2: Well, I can better call Saul because
0: she's <laughs> like, oh, I, I, I had to drive him. I've had to drive his truck until he got home. I'm like, wait, he's in the truck. He's, <laughs> he's not. You guys aren't <laughs> home right now. Unless your home is the truck, at which point the language that you're using doesn't make sense coming out of your mouth.
2: Oh, man. It's so weird.
1: But he's like, that's nice. I got to go in and get a sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And go.
2: he meets his friend who is uh, the lumberjack guy from Twin Peaks. I have no idea what his name is. He's great. He's great. He's mm-hmm. also,
0: I think, in he was just in Dune a little while ago, too, I think. Maybe? I think so. I think Lynch has kicked this guy around a little yeah. bit. Yeah.
2: yeah. Um, and he hears about what's going on in Texas City. They're basically hijacking shipments like if you drive a big rig through texas city they're gonna pull you over and you're told a pass is like half of your fucking shit that you're hauling yeah so don't go there um or call the police or
1: call the police because yes. the police are the ones that are pulling your ass over no
2: no no no, no. call like your police like the county fucking sheriff like hey these guys are high. You can't hijack big rig shit. I no. Mean, fucking do- you saw what happened to Dominic Toretto. And that was Dominic motherfucking Toretto, not I some don't... QQ Rockto P Coltrane wannabe. They, they have to divert these people.
0: Outrageous! i Like,
2: oh, no, now you got to go up there. Now you
0: got to go. <laughs> They're like, wait a fucking second. On a dirt road. Like, why did I get off the interstate? Why did I no. do this? <laughs> so they, they can't honestly. There's nothing sustainable about no, this plan. No,
1: Texas
2: City is dumb.
1: But
0: yeah, they pinch you. They pinch you hard. Mm-hmm. They're going to take a piece of everything you got going through there.
1: And now, this is where I'd like to say that if this wasn't this kid's first rodeo, he would have a fucking billy club in his thing and a yeah, taser. right. And he would have... He, these, these cops would have went to town on the ground, and the trucker just would have got back in his rig and been like, well, fuck you.
2: Don't tase me, bro. Um, Yeah, yeah fuck. So that's exactly what happens to the kid. He... Gets pulled over, basically. His car slide stops in front of him. Tells him, hey, you gotta go up this dirt road. There's a big car accident in front of us. Uh, he seems to drive for quite a while.
0: Yeah, before getting diverted again.
2: Before getting pulled over and then marched in front of the the judge mayor, God King. Yes. And charged with uh, excessive speeding, uh, not keeping a, lo- a log book. uh Resisting oh, arrest, overweight load, and resisting arrest, and you either have to pay two hundred and fifty dollars or two hundred and fifty days. Let's uh, let's break down this two hundred and fifty dollars for all these crimes he's
0: committed. Yeah, because <laughs> even, even in nineteen seventy seven,
2: it seems light. Yeah, like, like okay, pay, pay the, the fine. fine.
0: Well, that's what they're doing is they're just pinching everybody for everything. So they're trying to get, they look at this kid and they're like, I bet we can get 250 out of him. Right. And then they're just going to like take probably two crates of dinners. Right. And then it's just stupid.
2: And then the kid goes on, delivers his load. The people go, where's where you're short on inventory, where those two boxes go tells the whole fucking thing. Yeah. And then the fucking FBI <sighs> gets fucking involved. Sure. Actually, the FBI wouldn't get involved because it's not
0: They'd be like, fuck off with this, just get CHP. No, it would be... Get the motorcycle cops in the hot pants on this one. If
2: you're bringing a load in from Nevada or someplace else and you go through... State line. State line and end up in Texas City, the FBI would 100% get involved. Well, I don't think that's happening.
0: I think they're just in SoCal and this is like...
2: Yeah, but somebody's going to go get through Texas City that's not from California. Yeah, but maybe... Yeah, no. Those
1: touristy people
2: there's, with there's the dog. Fucking Mulder and Scully are showing up here in a week. Yeah, the touristy people with the dog. Yeah, man. There's, a, there's cross-state line crimes happening here. Um.
1: Anyways. So if you knew that this was happening, mm-hmm. and maybe I'm just a, a fucking asshole, right? Sure, sure, sure. And if I knew that I was being pinched, there's part of me that would just be like, I'll take the 250 days, because then you fuckers have to feed me. <laughs> right. And I'd just stay in the cell for 250 days, and they'd be like, Sure you don't want to just pay that fine. Now it's only one fifty, and I'll be like, No. No. I, I really don't.
2: He, we got Sarah Lee in the back of my truck, right? Am I having meatloaf
1: tonight? Nice. Yeah.
2: I got Some Salisbury steak.
1: You've got you know you're gonna get fed those TV dinners. And mm-hmm, if you love mm-hmm, T V dinners, mm-hmm. two hundred and fifty days for free T V dinners. Maybe
2: they're the good ones, like those big, huge lasagnas. Oh and like they just bring you in an entire yeah, lasagna smell. for you. There
0: are these those are it's the banquet.
2: The corn. Oh no! It's
0: like the corn that you're like, oh corn, and then you try to pick up a corn, and then the whole brick of corn comes up on your fork, and then you have to like
2: chew it off the fork. I actually, you, my favorite thing about what you just said was there's corn in it, and you look at it, and you go, oh corn. <laughs> Who says that? Oh,
0: corn. Yeah, <laughs> but, uh, these are the like pep talks you have to give yourself when you're eating a banquet because you don't want to eat it. You're like, oh, corn, yummy. Like, then I doubt
1: I doubt that this uh, person has indoor plumbing in a cell. Uh-huh. They're probably just giving you a bucket. And so we know going, oh, corn. Yeah, yeah. there's laid down there. It totally makes it more worth it because then you're like, you're gonna have to clean that out later, Bob. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Meanwhile, back at Trucker Central, Chuck has found himself into... He's gotten in a little Lincoln Hawk situation here because the town tough has come in looking for
1: a wrestling
2: match. An arm wrestling match specifically.
1: He looks like an old time guy from the circus for the strongman. Yeah, he gets hit in the chest with cannonball. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. got the uh you know, the little wispy oh, yeah, and he mustache has the, and the he's the barbell
2: that's got the huge circle or balls on the end of it that yeah. uh, says five hundred pounds.
1: And he's got a tank he's got a fish yeah, tank top no, on. Yeah, but he's, he's sweet. Yeah. I'm thinking this guy this guy is definitely circus material.
0: He also has a pirate.
1: <laughs> he's got
0: a pirate. The first time that... I watched this. I watched it with Roman, and Roman just goes, that guy's a pirate.
2: <laughs> There's, It's not just he's wearing Jerry Seinfeld's shirt. He literally is a pirate. He's he's a, he's a
0: pirate of the high seas.
2: From head to toe, this man is dressed 100% like he's fucking Blackbeard.
0: He's it, the only pirate in the movie?
2: <laughs> he
1: doesn't have a parrot? Uh, yeah, no, that's it. the only thing he's missing is uh, a sword. He doesn't have yeah. a sword either, but other or than a peg that,
0: yeah, okay. Well, but well, he he's needs
1: both legs to drive though. And he's obviously a trucker. Oh, he's gotta sort, be a trucker.
2: Right? Cause he, he arm wrestles. Yeah. He's a fan of arm wrestling. sure tra- We know one thing about arm wrestlers, wrestling. They're all truckers.
0: They're all truckers, right. but I, j- he's a pirate. He is a pirate. Yeah. I don't, I guess if he's driving a truck, that's probably a fun ride. If you had to get picked up by that guy.
2: Yeah. Yeah. What was that? Uh, we, were, we were watching a Twitch stream one time. Oh, the the Sea of what's that Sea game? of Thieves. Sea of Thieves. Yeah, the guy dressed up like the pirate. The guy went head to toe dressed like a yeah. pirate and was nutty as shit. It was great. Um, if you find that guy on Twitch, if you're, a he stream, just got kicked off YouTube. Actually, oh really? That's wow. the
0: mustache guy that got kicked off. That's what? who we were watching. Um,
2: Why did he get kicked off?
0: For saying something really fucking stupid,
2: yeah, that's which how you I mean. It's
0: like, up. and yeah. then you see what they say. you're Like, why'd you fucking say that? Yeah, you stupid,
2: stupid. Never mind. Don't watch that guy. What? Get your own podcast if He's you want st- to say something stupid. stupid. We say
0: fucking a hundred things stupid yeah. once a week. You're Nobody sh- can kick us off because we got paid for stupid. the hosting.
2: Yeah, this is stupid. <laughs> so, <laughs> kick us off of our own freaking website, stupids. Um, <laughs> so they have they, they seriously. Having over to the top sequence here, where Chuck wins at arm wrestling, of course, and then gets in a bar brawl because yeah, he won.
1: Well, they say that he was trying to hypnotize the strong man.
2: Hypnotize him?
0: He's like, you are hypnotizing me
2: <laughs> with
1: my swirly
2: penguin eyeballs. Like, I how kaleidos—look, colitis- don't look into my eyes. It's a kaleidoscope. Yeah. Like I'm fucking caw. Come on, what the fuck are you talking about? I hypnotize you. This is an arm wrestling thing,
1: but this is a great shot, though, of Chuck Norris's arm muscles.
0: He's got biceps. Yeah, yeah.
1: this man is. Yeah, he shit brick house in the arm department in this in this shot. Like, I, I would prefer not to get punched
2: or kicked by Chuck Norris. Oh hell no! Yeah, you would be concussed. How much? Uh, let's do, let's put it on money. How much is it going to take? He 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 roundhouses you in the chest. How much money are we talking for you to get kicked by Chuck Norris?
0: Now or then?
2: Then. A lot, yeah, thousands. Okay, Jackie, give me a give me. Does a he have to take me out answer. to dinner first? Nope. He just kicks you in the chest. How much does it cost?
1: And then he walks away like I don't get to talk to him or anything.
2: Nope. Just kicks you in the chest. How much is it going to cost? Five grand. Five grand. Okay, Sam, can you? Do I was going to
0: be like twenty five hundred.
2: Twenty five hundred. Um, I think I'm at twenty five hundred. Yeah, because
0: yeah. the thing is, is that he's probably going to break a rib. Yeah, and they can't really do anything about that at the hospital for Ryan, the most part. Ryan. So. You're just going to be laid up for a month.
3: Yeah.
1: See, and I say five grand because as a lady, I got some big old boobs. Yeah. Yeah, that would hurt more for you. He kicks one of my boobs open.
2: Right. Oh. Yeah. You know,
1: because they can explode if they get enough pressure onto yeah. them.
2: Especially when they're silicone like hers.
1: My my boobs are not silicone. <laughs> weirdo. Um But it would cost me about five grand to have them redone down in Mexico. So I'd right. yeah. be like, well, I need the money now to get new boobs. So we're
0: basically taking kicks in the chest from... Chuck Norris at cost. Right. All three of us yeah. were like, no, we're- I'm gonna lay it up for a month. I should we should ask for more money. We should ask for more money. <laughs> we're way off on this
2: one. Um, okay, so um, so eventually he he's like, Hey, where the where have you seen my little brother at all? Yeah. And they're like, No, man. And he tries to find where he's at. The goods never got delivered, and they through some good detective work realize, oh shit, he's in Texas City. Yeah, I better go check it out.
0: He's got. He gets a phone. Is this where he gets a phone call from his buddy? Yeah, and who then, for the rest of the movie, stays seated in the same position yes. and just drinks coors
1: right. until he
0: can't see straight. Yeah, I
1: believe I counted eight already <laughs> drunk coors with one that he was cracking open and like two packs of Marlboro Reds on the table. Mm-hmm. Like this guy was going mm-hmm. to town.
2: That's all you do when you're when you're in the. You're like the dispatch for truckers yeah. of this group of friends. You just sit there and take phone calls and get drunk all day. That's yeah. your thing.
0: Been, he's been out on the road for you know three weeks. He's taking four days off, and he's going to drink Coors
2: the entire time. The entire time. Um. So, Chuck, JD. Oh. Man, I just, I can't get over it. He gets into the most beautiful thing I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. This fucking van that he drives to Texas City is a boss.
0: Four by four. No windows. American Eagle. Blue.
1: The eagle is like majestic, like this gold. It's huge. With its wings that go all the way to the back doors right. and over the fenders. Yeah. It's so majestic. And
2: it's jacked
0: up. It's, yeah.
2: It's fucking boss. Um, I man, I'd watch this movie just for that van. It's, it's one of long. the only times
0: that you can be asked the question, is it as cool as the A-Team van? Yeah. And say yes. Yes. And if you were asked which is better, you'd be like, I'd have to think about that for a really long time. Uh, I would
2: have to think about it for a really long time. That spoiler on the back of uh, so Mr. T's van's van is pretty sick. The
0: A-Team van is fucking boss. It's pretty boss.
1: So what do you guys think happened to this van? Sam, you're the. Man. I don't know
0: what happened to this van, but somebody still has somebody that van. Still has this van. And dicks get hard. Yeah. Right. pennies get wet. Yes. That thing you see that on the corner, heads turn. Yeah. Oh, the man. van's amazing. It's
2: amazing. I uh, would. I would kill for the airbrush. Like we need a guy who yeah. is just like a. Hey, can you do this airbrushing for me real quick? And he's like, Yeah, I love airbrushing. Uh-huh. We need that guy. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody that, needs that guy.
0: People that can airbrush are like, yeah, I can. $300 an hour.
2: $300 an hour. <laughs> that's more than my doctor gets made. Yeah, that's what it's going to yeah,
0: cost. Yeah, you want wet panties when the van drives by? $300 an hour.
2: <laughs> yeah, you want some pills for your heartburn? Go to your doctor. You, yeah. want, you want panty dropper? Come to me. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> um, so he, he ends up there in uh, 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 Texas City And the I guess they've just got lookouts that sit on top of mountains all day with rifles and shoot anybody who comes into this town. The back road that isn't oh, it's just the back road. So they're they're
0: guarding the back road. It takes you watching this several times. Why not guard the front road too? No, because they're using the front road for the pinch. Right. So that's because they only have so much resources. Okay. So the back road, they keep people off so that nobody can come into town. And the only way in or out is this other way where they have enough people to actually put a good pinch on.
1: And they're making the moonshine out there yeah. as well. And they it's double they don't, dipping. Yeah, they don't want anybody to know that they're processing their own alcohol because they're selling it in order to finance the town.
0: Most likely to so themselves. It doesn't
2: make any sense. Their right. business
0: plan is... The underpants gnomes.
1: It's underpants
0: gnomes. <laughs> <And> <laughs> Seriously. in the timetable of this movie, we'll probably discuss this later, their racket hasn't been going on very long, so they don't no. know that it's not
2: working. Right. Uh, and, I mean, even then, it's, who's going to buy that fucking moonshine? It's California. It's not illegal. It's
0: in the 70s. Anyone can buy. They're, the guys in town are drinking wild turkey.
2: Right. They don't even like their own shine.
0: No, they're like, we got, we're got. we going to be able to make 100 gallons of moonshine a day. And then what? Dump it out. <laughs> yeah. Money. One of the rednecks taste is like,
1: that's not good. <laughs> and that's sad because, you know, they're drinking wild turkey right out of the bottle. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, so he, they, he, his van gets shot. Doesn't hurt the paint. Sweet. Good call. Yeah. Uh, I don't it, think they hit it. They were too drunk. Yeah, right. But the, his radiator blows out then, I guess. I, the, oh, maybe that's what happened. They yeah, shoot the radiator. They shoot the radiator. And so he... Crip hobbles it into town still. I don't know how he got past them, uh, but he hobbles it over to this gas station where a mechanic is at, and he's like, Hey, who's a mechanic in town? Can you fix this radiator? And we get introduced to the mechanic's brother, Arnie? Yes, Arnie. Arnie is a mentally handicapped person, but heart of gold. And uh, Arnie points him down to the junkyard. Well, yeah, my brother can fix it, but uh, we don't have a radiator here, so you go to go down to the junkyard and yeah. yourself one. And he does. And it's a big junkyard for this town that appears to have maybe a citizenship of maybe 300 people. They've got like 20,000 cars in there.
0: Well, apparently the other part of the racket isn't like stripping, chop-shopping these rigs that they steal. It's crushing them and selling them for the steel weight. Chutching.
2: What? Yep. I, what? Uh, that doesn't make any sense. No, they got a bad business plan. Uh, oh boy. Um, he walks into uh, the restaurant of uh, uh, in town restaurant slash bar. I don't know what the this bar place and the is. restaurant are different. Well, yeah, but there's like tables and stuff at this place, and then this lady that runs this this bar slash thing, yeah,
1: is pretty nutty.
0: She's dressed like uh, Raggedy Ann.
1: Uh huh. Yeah, she, this is the bar. Okay.
0: Yeah. And she's got dolls, and he does a shitty job reciting Shakespeare to her. Right. And then plays a game of chess against himself with her hands. Right. And that's sexy to him.
2: That's sexy to him. And, like, she's weird. And I understand he's corrupt, bad guy, politician, whatever. But his wife is pretty fucking smoking hot.
0: His wife's out of his league. Definitely. Way out of his league. And he's... Cheating on her
2: with a sack of bananas. With a sack of bananas. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing, buddy? <laughs> oh, man, this guy's such a weird villain. But Ch- Chuck walks in there, and he's like, I'd like to file a complaint. And Judge, whatever his name is, goes off on this weird tirade, mm. and J.D. just walks away. <laughs> it's like, awesome. All right, whatever. Because
0: he starts, like, doing his fucking pomp and circumstance and Shakespeare complaints, grievance. And then in the middle of that, Norris just goes, Am I wasting my time here? And then he's just like, To whose grave and one will the grave? And he's gone. He's like, he Yes, I am. Fuck and even out. saying another thing would be wasting more of my time. Yeah, it was hilarious. And he just
2: turns and walks the fuck out. I think that's the funniest intentional thing I've ever seen Chuck Norris do. <laughs> um, so. Uh, things are going well, but he goes and gets a radiator at the junkyard from this fucking guy. I guess he's already cousin as well, it turns out. But he's a loony who rips him off and uh, just acts weird the whole time because everybody's fucking weird. They're all inbred. They're all cousins. I think so. Yeah, that seems like it. Everybody's related in this town. Their family tree doesn't have any branches. No. Um, back at his van... The cops have been called in to check him out, and the, the mechanic guy finds a picture of him and the little brother. And his registration has the same address as the little brother. Yeah, so maybe they know each other. Yeah,
0: he's got like, yeah, oh, this is their, their last name's the same, and they got the same address. These guys might know each other. They
2: might, yeah, I bet you they've met before.
1: Meanwhile, <laughs> there's some foreshadowing happening here because mechanic guy is smoking. In Chuck Norris's van. Right. right. And Dick move. all I can think is, you know he's going to fucking kill you later, right? When he comes back, when his car's running, and he's supposed to be paying you, and he goes, are you smoking in my fucking van?
2: Yeah. These are Winstons. Gross. Gross.
1: My grandma used to smoke Winstons. Yeah. They were disgusting.
2: They're cheap. Um, the judge also is like, okay, well, since these guys may have met one time, let's arrest him. Let's go get him. Go get him, boys.
0: And then... uh he gives a code to arrest, like, what are we going to arrest him for? And he's like, oh, 2633 or something like that, right? Right. He's like, willfully avoiding a speed trap. Okay, so just arrest him for nothing? Then? Right. Because <laughs> 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 what's the difference between that and arresting him for something made up? Right.
2: Oh, man, weird. He goes to the restaurant, the diner in town, tries to get a donut, and he's got, like, he gets treated like shit because he's an out of towner and nobody wants him there and he the jack up the prices and the cook is like being a total prick to him. But the waitress sees him and looks at his handsome face, Chuck Norris's handsome face, and is like, You know what? You smell nice. Let's go. Oh,
0: yeah, well, he's out of her league. Oh yeah? Yeah. Jackie, is Chuck Norris the sexy?
1: Yes. Really? Yes, I think he's he got is. a gargoyle face. I think I think he is quite handsome and he, and I think that as he's aged, he's gotten even more handsomer to me. So I mean this young one, yeah, okay, yeah, he's he's a handsome guy. Old Chuck Norris is where it's at. Hmm.
2: I'll be damned.
1: Um so yeah, I think that Sam's right. He is out of her league. She okay. would be so lucky. All right, all right, fair to enough. get to put lipstick on his knob. Oh boy. Um
2: So he's like, fuck this restaurant, goes outside, gets the cops are there, and they rough him up. But then he's like, "Uh uh-uh, not on my watch. I'm going to start kicking you guys in the chest. And starts kicking them in the chest. kicks them in the chest. (laughs) So he has to, like, run away out of town. He finds the waitress. In her car on her way home because I guess, like, as soon as is this after the the chase, yeah. Oh, no, 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 okay. Um, after the donut debacle, she's like, I all right, my shift's over, I guess, because she it's like within minutes that she is not working anymore. Uh, and he's like, Can I hang out at your place? She's like, Yeah, let's do it. (laughs) Do you still need a phone?
1: Yeah,
2: right, right, that's what he needs is a phone, but she's like, mm hmm, yeah. Phone. That's what you're here for, huh? Uh Uh-huh, yeah. I can think of something else.
0: They do it in the van.
1: Oh, yeah. That's what I think, too.
0: They say in the movie later that they slept in the
2: van. Yeah. No, they porked in the van. Who, Who doesn't pork in the van? He does use the phone. He makes a phone call back to his buddy who's getting drunk, and his buddy lets him know that all of the truckers of California are out looking for his kid bro. Yeah. So now he's got allies out there if he ever chooses to use them.
0: Yep. Everybody's got their ears on.
2: And he bust into the town meeting where they're talking about their business model and how bad it sucks.
0: Yeah, they're like, hey, have been making whiskey that we can't sell. We're getting a shitload of it. And then they're like, all right, well, Louie, you come up. And it's like, yeah, we've been taking $80,000 semis and crushing them into eight, $800 <laughs>
2: worth of metal. And that's going good, too. <laughs> <laughs> I like their pie chart.
0: They have a graph. A graph yeah. They have a bar graph that you can't read that somebody made with like charcoal. Right. Or pencil. Oh,
2: it looks terrible. Oh man, it's hilarious. And he's like, All right, motherfuckers, where's my brother? I'm not leaving until until I see my brother and they're like, uh kill him? And so they circle the whole town circles around him. Like they clear out this town meeting. All the chairs are immediately stowed and it's time for whatever that is where you, cir- like a circle the wagons. You know? Yeah. Yeah, that type of Well, they
0: thing. do. Yeah, they they ring they ring up. They form a canet, if you will.
2: And you really honestly think that he's right there and then going to beat the shit out of everybody in this town. Uh-huh. I was super, super stoked right here. And he does a pretty good job. He, but I guess the guy's got a gun. Yeah.
0: Well, he kicks the gun out of the guy's hand yeah. first, yeah. kicks his way out of the building, and then like just jumps on the roof.
2: Right. Well, they while well, everybody runs out looking for him and can't find him and yeah. so they go all in different directions he jumps down and it, the only guy that's left there is the judge and he's like you son of a bitch you clever son of a bitch yep i like the way you handle that but uh i got to i got to have you killed uh-huh then he proceeds To solo beat the shit out of every single town this is the part where jackie's like he's
0: not beating up the town i'm like just wait a second and he's like yeah
2: he's beating up the whole town he's not beating up the whole town at once jackie
1: that's (laughs) what i was hoping for but then you know this was good too he hit a few people with some two by fours
2: this karate sequence is hilarious
0: funny it's
2: hilarious
1: so my favorite is the guy in the orange hat. Yeah, he's coming down the stairs and he grabs him, punches him in the cock. Yep, and then punches him in the face and just throws him in a trash can. And while
0: he's jamming him in a trash can, another guy comes up and he just kicks that guy in the face off screen. Like the guy just <laughs> flies off screen. Like I'm trying to jam your buddy into a trash can right there,
1: now. It's
2: funny when he kicks people in the face. Yeah, I. It's not dramatic or action packed. The 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 stunt guys just kept doing these weird things when he, they get kicked in the face. Yeah. And it's fucking hilarious. It's
0: not necessarily the choreography because I'm just going to guess wildly. It's not much of a wild guess that they didn't know what they're doing with him. No. And so he's doing all the choreography. And the real problem is, is they just don't know how to shoot around it. Right. And so they're shooting it in a conventional manner. And so none of it lines up. And it's just like you've seen so many karate movies being shot and how they use angles to accentuate things and you're watching this and they're going this camera guy's never shot a fight scene
2: before Yeah, it looks like benny hill kicking people in the face yeah oh man it's great and at some point during this whole sequence the town starts to realize that they have bit off more than they can chew with this guy who's uh-huh. kicking everybody in the face yes and so they start having these reactions like they see him and they're like shit oh no and they run away from him
0: <laughs> yeah beyond what i think is the it is the all-time greatest cock punch in any movie. It is that happens because he's standing on stairs and he just punches him deliberately right in the
2: dick. Because the guy, <laughs> the guy has seen all this karate shit yeah. go down, and he's like, "I'll try to kick you in the face," and he just opens up his beanbag. <laughs> <laughs>
3: it's
2: hilarious, and the, like beyond that, like
0: some other really strange things happen editing-wise too, where like. He's beating this guy up, and then it just has a cutaway to this lady watching, Uh huh. this, like, sort of maybe post-teen girl, and she's, like, looking at him lovingly, like, oh, now that man can beat the shit out of somebody, but then she just loses all focus and, like, turns to the horizon <laughs> yeah, like, while he's beating the
2: shit out of two guys. <laughs> she's seriously pondering the mysteries of the universe <laughs> while a man is kicking people in the nuts. <laughs> it's so fucking weird. Um, and then he runs to his van. He runs back to his van and the cops chase him and they don't do a very good job. They literally eat his dust. Yeah.
0: Uh, he, he actually drives circles around him in his van and makes so much smoke that they can't see anything. Right. Or make so much dust.
2: And it ends up with him being able to drive his van up hills and they can't drive their cars up hills that he gets away from him.
0: The first time I saw this, I was a little worried that I wasn't getting to get any silly violence or in the, the, the van was going to let me down. Mm-hmm. And that right now in the movie, you're like, well, I just saw bananas karate and now I am watching a van. Get some. Yeah. The only like, thing this van is getting,
2: it. it's getting some, but it do, He doesn't jump. It. He That's doesn't the, jump. It. It's too bad.
0: Jumping a van like that would, is dangerous.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Like that and thing expensive. will tip.
0: That thing will tip. There's he, some stuff that the guy does in this, and I'm like, ooh, he's brave. Like, that's a tippy guy, right? Th- those are tippy.
2: Yeah. So he drives directly back to the waitress's house where he proceeds to bone her. Yeah. And uh, he spends the night out in the van, and the there's a guy in town that has a chopper?
0: Well, yeah, the moonshine guy also has a chopper. Okay. He's, he's the eye in the sky.
2: He's he's a chopper pilot? Yeah. <laughs> in the sky. Looking Uh-oh. at you. No, yeah. we're not doing Toto. N- never doing Toto on the show ever. Yeah. Um well, he, I was gonna change
0: it. I in the sky. I hate you. I'll drink your <laughs> moonshine. That's probably how he sings it. <laughs>
2: I'm <miss you. laughs> He flies over the waitress's house, sees the van, and is like, Oh shit, Arlene's getting some d. better uh, call the d uh, I better call the judge. Yeah,
0: he's just like that. He gets on the CB. And he's like, right, come back. I found the van. I can tell it's been there all night, and it looks like the dirt is arranged around it in the fashion that he humped the shit out of her for at least three and a half hours.
2: <laughs> or, uh, you know, I just know how Arlene works. <laughs> yeah, he's a, he can see that from the helicopter. Right. Um. Inside, JD is getting served some breakfast where he is uh, told that uh, he's now a father. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah, is this kid's like, "Are you going to marry my mom?" and he's like, <laughs> "Oh
2: god. <laughs> um yeah, sure kid, I'll be right back." <laughs> the kid then turns to him and says, "I usually have to eat water in my cereal like." <laughs> <laughs> what have I done? Yep. Um but for breakfast, he served one of the TV dinners. Uh-huh. Like, here's your chicken pot pie for breakfast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what, what are we having for
0: breakfast? Turkey dinner.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Microwaved turkey dinner. If the stuffing gets slightly hot, it turns into a crouton.
2: Oh, corn. <laughs> um, oh, oh,
3: corn.
0: <laughs>
2: So he puts it together, I guess, that, oh, this is the definitive proof I need, <laughs> that, that, they, that my brother came here because the only way this person could have something that sold in stores across the nation is if they stole it from a trucker. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, these people, yes, because I don't trust these people to be able to shop for themselves. Yeah, so right. These, they, these have to be stolen. I'm with him. These are definitely
2: stolen. They don't know how Walmart works. <laughs> So he drives over to the junkyard. I don't know why he is immediately like, that's where my brother's got to be. That's where the clues start is at the junkyard.
1: Well, he says there's only one place big enough in this area that can hide the truck. Right. But
2: you were already there. You didn't see it. Dumb dog. No,
0: he didn't see it.
2: Right. It would be pretty. Hey, there's my truck. Son of a bitch. Um, but anyways, he, he's, he's looking around. The eye in the sky has got him uh, pinned down like, hey, he's right there. Go get him. Yeah. Yeah. Sending the junkyard guy to get into a fight with him. Well, he's got a pickaxe,
0: which is pretty. He, weird. Then he gets rid of it and gets a smaller right. one.
2: Right? Yeah, I don't know why he make that switch.
0: Yeah, he switches to a, a, a more. He switches from a pick to a maddox, and it's a much smaller maddox. And you are like, other one was too big, I guess. Yeah.
2: And JD beats him up, but the whole time it's laugh out loud crazy because this chopper pilot. Is just going ape shit on this radio that doesn't work because no. there's d- 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 it's just this voiceover like he's talking to us in QQQ language. Yeah.
0: He's yeah, right there. He's
2: <laughs> <just> <laughs> yelling
0: over the loudspeaker hanging out of the helicopter halfway. Three quarters the entire of the time. I
1: couldn't make sense of what oh, he was saying. No. Well, that was the moonshine. Yeah, right. <laughs>
2: <laughs> JD sees the crushed door of his truck and he's like, No! Because I Cindy Joe, I get, is he mad because so his truck is gone or because he thinks his brother okay. was in the truck when he got smashed?
0: He's beating the shit out of this guy. And he's uh-huh. like, where is he? Where is he? And the whole time the guy in the <laughs> was like,
2: don't tell him where he is. Yes, Right.
0: <laughs> and the guy's like, you're yelling at me from a helicopter and I am getting punched in the face repeatedly. Right. And he looks over at the crusher and smiles. And then uh, that's when J.D. thinks, oh, my God, they killed him in the crusher.
2: Okay, so he's not mad about his truck. He's mad about his brother. He's mad about his brother. Okay, all right, all right. Uh, which causes him to get bonked by lose attention for uh, half a second and gets bonked. Gets thrown in the crusher. By his own door. By his own door, yeah. Um, but he flops out after the guy hits him in the hand with a tire iron. Tire iron and then that guy dies. I don't know how
0: that guy he died. He kicked him off off of the wrecker and in the fall combined with where he landed killed him
2: okay it was like a fall of about five feet yeah
0: this one i'm not as bad he's gonna kick another guy to death later we can talk about
2: sure sure um the judge and the cops have taken over the waitress's house and they are uh threatening her you know like hey you're piece of shit for banging this guy and your husband was a piece of shit who owed me money and you don't own your house the town owns the house Uh, also my finger is inside your child
1: that's her husband's dad
0: yeah so apparently this guy didn't get along with his son or something oh wow okay because she's the only resistance in the town was her son or his son was her husband Uh and the guy killed his own son to get him out of the way wow and then said, oh, it was my money anyway, so I technically own this house.
2: Yeah. Oh, bad guy. He's well, a bad guy. Also, my finger is inside your child. That's
0: not... <laughs> oh. He's really touching this kid in awkward ways, but... It's, it's
1: Well, it's, it's fine when he puts his hands down over the kid's knees. You know, it's kind of like, oh, okay, it's a quick, you know, knee pat. You know, okay. <laughs> hey, little shaver. Yeah, and then... It turns into, I'm going to grab into your crotchel area and then hold my hands there.
2: And then lean into your face while, like, uh being Talking creepily yeah. to you. Not good. No, about your mom sleeping
1: weird. with the weird guy in a truck.
2: Yeah, but the kid gets free, runs off, uh, but the waitress doesn't. Uh, JD goes to the restaurant, or the bar, to find the judge, and uh, he's not there, he's at the house. But he gets held up at rifle points, and now they got JD, and they put him in a prison cell. They
0: get him finally locked up. Yeah, and then the mechanic's like getting on the horn to the place, like we caught him. Even though my job is to be a mechanic, mm-hmm, and you guys mm-hmm, are police mm-hmm. officers, we did right, this, right, right. and not you because you
2: stink. Uh, how are you? How's it going? Finding that kid. Uh, we failed. We failed we, we miserably. We did not find the kid.
0: Uh, are you using one of your personal vehicles at work today? Yes. Why is that? Oh, we lost one of the uh, patrol cars in the last chase we were in. Yeah,
2: I, I, I drove it up a hill, and then because it couldn't make the hill, I just left it there.
0: I just left it there.
2: Yeah. yeah. So, and then my car also can't make it up the hill when I try uh, to chase somebody.
0: <laughs> yeah, I fall down a lot. Uh, sometimes <laughs> I land on my hat, and it upsets
3: me. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Uh, the judge comes down to J.D. and sentence him to death, of course. Sure. Um, I don't think that this is going to go very well here in not just the context of Chuck Norris kicking everybody's ass, but you kill a guy, people are going to start poking around and find out what's going on, and then suddenly the FBI is shooting you. Yeah. dum dums Can't kill this guy. Just leave him in the fucking cell for the rest of his life.
0: Waving the $250 fine really would have helped some really things would with have these fucking,
2: guys. I mean, like, at what point does this... Oh, man, this is not worth it. No. Ah. Um, <coughs> the waitress has, has escaped as well, because I guess they weren't even watching her. She just gets on a motorbike and rides out into the desert and then wrecks on a tree branch, which is like a willow tree. <laughs> she
0: <laughs> demonstrates an ability to easily escape the uh, long arm of this town's law uh-huh. by leading them on another chase where right. the other patrol crower is now wrecked. Right. But then also demonstrates her inability to ride a motorcycle by crashing it immediately afterwards.
2: <laughs> on a branch. Yeah.
0: that That's how bad they are at chasing people is that someone that can barely ride a motor- motorcycle will cause them to destroy their own vehicle.
2: And then she just leaves the motorbike there too. Like, yeah.
0: well, that one's over.
2: Maybe she can pick it up.
0: I think that that's what she looked at. I was like, too heavy. Too
2: heavy. (laughs) I'll walk.
0: And then there's another, the first patrol car that's been abandoned because of inability to chase people is Uh still there. With its radio going. With its radio going. And so she just like goes, oh, I'll use this. And then calls in the army of truckers. The big rig brigade. That's what I call them. The big rig brigade. But uh, then her kid's like,
2: Pop, boing! I'm here. I was in the back the whole time. Yeah, we're a family again. <laughs> Resolved. We can live in this police car in paradise. Yeah. Nobody'll hassle us out here in the desert.
0: And they hug, and you never see him again.
2: Right. Uh, the truckers are coming. They're like, "Shit!" Yeah. They got JD locked up. Let's go, boys. Yeah, they got good. Like, oh, go round up mud flapper. <laughs> yeah, Somebody
0: says out. that round up mud flapper because we can't you know, raised trucking hell on a city without him.
2: Right. Exactly. And, uh, they, they, the cops overhear them on the radio and they're like, shit, the truckers are coming. We set up the roadblock, but they just blew right through it. Damn it. Yeah.
0: They also like the moonshiners are sitting around like, what does that sound like? That sounds like thunder. Right. Then all of a sudden, all of the windows are shaking and all of the
2: products on shelves are shaking. China's falling off of hutches. There's so much horsepower coming that it's causing an earthquake. Bitchin'. Yes. <laughs> That's fucking rad, man. That's how trucking works. Um, the mechanic marches J.D. out of the prison cell to shoot him. Because um, I guess now the everybody's too worried about the truckers that are coming. So this guy's like, I'm going to get my vengeance because you killed my cousin, you yeah. son of a bitch. Um, but Arnie dives in front of the bullet or pu- pushes the gun away. But he still gets shot in the tummy. J.D. JD still gets shot. In the stomach. Yes. He's bleeding out. He's,
0: his hand has been crushed. Uh-huh. And that's been bothering him. Right. And now he's been shot in the stomach. And right now, that's really bothering him. Kind like, of. He's down. <laughs> he's down for a minute. <laughs> yeah. And then he gets up, and he realizes that, well, I've only been shot in the stomach. I'll, yeah, big deal. I'll be all right. This really hurts, though. Right. It still hurts right now, say.
2: Little sting. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then Arnie gets shot because of stupidness. But, and uh, then...
0: Yeah, Wade, his brother, who shoots him on accident, realizes the error in his ways. Uh The universe makes sense. He's like, you have a brother, too, and he's
2: still alive. He's with the horses. He must go to the barn. Oh, boy. So he does go to the barn. His little brother's tied up in there. He's still alive, but this other cop is about to blow him away. But JD's like, screw that, and kicks him through the barn wall, which is pretty sweet.
0: The only reason he has the opportunity to do that, though, is that this fucking dirty cop decides to start freelancing like right. I'm not going to kill you I'm going to beat you up first yeah like if you would have just shot him just things would have worked out for you better Again. not they're going to work out bad no matter what
2: Scott evil yeah kid knew how to
1: do it
0: No. instead he's been kicked out of the side of a building
1: right <laughs> well you know in the defense of these townspeople not mm-hmm. one building was built up to code somehow. sure oh man yeah. oh
2: boy because talk about that the truckers have come into town And they are ripping through it. They are running over buildings. They're
0: driving through the town. Not the streets of the town, the buildings of the town. They're leveling it with trucks
2: it's basically as well built as the pretend version of rock ridge
0: right, the pretend version of rock ridge was sturdier than this yeah. by a lot oh man these
2: buildings suck <laughs> so <Yeah>. bad <laughs> one of a, one of the trucks just barrel through a wall that's not yeah. attached to anything it doesn't have a roof it's uh, just a wall <laughs> what's
0: what's the what, what you guys are using uh 16 inch on center framing or, or you just stretch that out to two feet like oh uh, we're about eight uh, foot uh, on center with our framing <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah. Though we have uh, only two by fours in the corners. The
2: rest of it's held up by the siding. Well, hey, guys, remember that helicopter from when we were talking about, sure. you know, uh, we gotta, we're gotta, we going to have an exploding helicopter, right? I mean, Chuck Norris is going to get a rocket launcher and blow that thing out of the air or maybe something even crazier than that is his, his motorcycle is going to have a rocket launcher for an exhaust and he's going to blow like it out, that. something like that. No, a fucking truck runs over a goddamn helicopter Blows it explodes. the fuck up. Oh, it's great. Drives
0: through the explosion like it's a fucking X-wing.
2: Doesn't even look at it. Doesn't
0: care. Gives two
2: shits. Just like. <laughs> Eat shit. i'm mud flapper that's why they brought me <laughs> i never thought i would live to see a no. big rig run over a helicopter yeah. the first time i was like whoa holy shit hey oh man J back at jd he's getting beat up by this cop pretty bad for, for, i don't know what's happened like the, he,
0: is this where he jumps out of the hay barn with the yeah. uh hook yeah right
2: yeah, yeah. Suddenly, J.D. can't fight this guy. Um, I guess maybe the bullet's still bothering him a little bit, but yes. like, the guy at one point throws hay in his face, mm-hmm. and J.D. is like, Oh! Yeah. <laughs> hey!
1: <But laughs> you're throwing right. hay in your eye. It fucking hurts. And, like, how
2: do you throw hay at a guy? <laughs> you're in a, I mean, you smash it into their face, sure, but you can't just chuck hay. Yeah,
0: and then after he hits him in the eyes with hay, I guess, that blinds him uh-huh. for two seconds before he realizes how bad it hurts to be shot, because his gunshot's bothering him again, then the cop hits him with a tire
1: mhm oh, and yeah, then this is great
0: is like his body language and the way he just leaves the shot is like he's not actually trying to beat up
2: jd anymore he's trying to escape him is what it seems like cuz he hits him with his tire and he just fucks he off just leaves but he's got a mission ahead of him he's gone into town to the to the mercantile uh store and bought another fifth of wild <laughs> turkey wild turkey and then taken it to where they uh park this horse
0: in a yeah. corral the yeah the- He's now on, in a corral, just hanging out.
2: Vibing it.
1: On wait. a pony she named Wildfire. Right, like,
2: it's so reminiscent of the Charles Bronson thing and Once a Time Upon a Time in the West. Or like, Fistful of Dollars it's, has this type of shit yeah. in it. Like, oh, wait, what kind of, when did we get into a spaghetti western here?
0: And he's just hanging out like, hey, trucker, instead of like, hey, cowboy. Right. And then you piece together. having seen this a few times, like the, the character journey that this guy's undergone since getting kicked through that wall. Cause he gets kicked through the wall and he kind of looks up when he gets up and he's like, yeah, that guy's tough. And he leaves the shot and you're like, I guess he's gone now. But then later he jumps out of a barn and attacks him and then hits him with a tire. Like, Oh, he's going to kill him. He's got a hook and a tire and he doesn't. and doesn't. And he's like, yeah, now I'm going to escape. But then you see him and he's been waiting
2: He's waiting for Chuck.
0: He's gone. You know that I am your nemesis now. And he's like, what? Who are you? Who are you? Which
2: one are you? you Slade or Slode Or I can't, man. Well, that's the 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 other guy. Strode is the bigger guy. This is just other guy. Cop. I'm your worst nightmare. Um, okay. Cool. Yeah. Let's do this. Let's dance, Uh motherfucker.
0: Prior to Norris getting up and walking over to this corral, though, he had, uh, Sat up and opened his third eye and zanned away his gunshot. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
2: Oh my gosh. Um, Then this fight sequence, the climactic fight sequence between JD and other cop, (laughs) cop (laughs) who doesn't have any lines, Um, is just him standing up and getting kicked in the chest yeah. over and over and over again. Like, he doesn't take a swing at Chuck Norris. He doesn't, like, react to, like, try to dodge anything. He seriously just stands up and gets... Like, he's
1: a fucking crash test yeah. dummy. Well, and the horse is running around in the background, giving right. the eye to everything. Right. Like, oh, 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 no. There's
0: supposed to be, like, some weird things happening with yeah. Norris's, like, spirit, and this horse's spirit animal, but it's also, like, there with him running and... So this guy's just getting, if this was playing in regular speed, what happens here is this guy calls out Norris because he's now his worst enemy and then gets the shit kicked out of him uh-huh. inside of about 45 seconds while a horse goes crazy and runs circles <laughs> around the whole thing. Right. But it's all in slow motion and it's shot weird. And so you're watching this for a while and it it's serious. He just gets up and gets kicked. Right. He's like. Now for the climax. Psh ow. Okay, I've got you this to psh ow. Okay, I'm gonna psh, ow. I didn't even get all the way up that time. Wait, wait for psh ow Stop 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 kicking me. Stop kicking
2: me.
1: I was waiting for the horse to take its vengeance. Yeah. I thought the horse
2: was gonna yeah. like trample him or something, but the horse is just like looking at Chuck knowingly like, yeah, I see how you do it, Buster. Let's, I'm breaking the tra- chains of my bondage and escaping because of your <laughs> your inspiration. Yeah. And the horse fucking leaps Jumps over out. the fence and yeah. freeze frames. Well, as the man has now died from being kicked in the yeah. chest.
0: Because he gets up after the last time that he got like kicked the shit out of and when he should have stopped, Norris is leaving. Right. And then he just stands up and goes,
1: Dawes, you
2: son of a bitch! <laughs> Oh yeah! So he
0: flying kicks him to death
2: in the chest again. Oh, yeah, yeah. And he's like, <laughs> "This is gonna be different." No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it's so fucking weird. Uh, unfortunately, the filmmaker only makes one mistake. It should have ended on the horse freeze frame. Yes, it cuts back to town with it burning and crumbling, and the mayor's voice from the beginning repeating their citizenship, their their township. Yeah, celebration. This I'm assuming
0: it did originally cut to that last shot uh-huh. it was the horse but then somebody was like you can't do that you gotta that, that's stupid we, we have to make people know that the town burned down I was like um I watched the trucks run it the fuck over yeah it doesn't didn't matter if, make
2: it if if it burned down or not it was already crushed so yeah, yeah forget about that part
1: um that's the movie question time who wants some? So what happened to the paralyzed guy story? Where did that go? That went nowhere.
0: Well, they were the ones that did it to him.
1: Who? Texas City.
0: Texas City.
1: Okay. So So, is he like going to file a lawsuit? Against what?
0: They ran that town the fuck over. Yeah.
1: Yeah. (laughs) They nothing left. I wonder if they were one of the truckers that showed up at the end. I wasn't paying attention what their truck looked like at the beginning.
2: They would have have totally exploited that if if Large Marge was driving one of those Mm -hmm. big rigs or something. So, no, she didn't. She's still at the truck center eating cake. Pie. Yeah, pie. Sammy?
0: Does JD go back for the uh, mom and the kid, or does
2: he just grab his oh, brother? No, and, uh, he's road, yeah. Oh, he's on the road, man. He's on the road. Have you seen JD around anywhere? And everybody's like, oh, I think he went to Alaska or something. That's the last I heard of him. Don't tell her where he is. Yeah. Yeah, no, he's gone. <laughs> um, I don't have any questions. This thing ties itself up pretty nicely.
0: I, yeah, and that's actually where my last question isn't really a question, it's a summary. Mm-hmm. Cuz I would ask, what was their business plan here? But right. what it is is and ha- like why it doesn't so they get their fucking town charter it was like, "Oh, there's was a bunch of red tape." Probably not. He probably filed one piece of paper. Work got right his incorporated township. Yeah, decides to become rich with highway robbery right. and murder. Uh huh. And they're like, okay, we got the moonshine thing set up. We got the junkyard set up. We're gonna. This is our plan. Anything that comes through here, we take the load. We keep it for ourselves. We crush the little truck, kill the person, sell it for metal weight. We sell this moonshine. Well, turns out you can't sell the moonshine, but they are selling the metal weight, possibly. They're in operation on this plan for about a week before truckers themselves turn them into tire tracks and dirt. Absolutely.
2: This was the worst plan ever. Like no no chance are you even you're you you're gonna be dead before you're even close to like you're just getting started and you're going to be dead for And that's what happened is they're like Day 4, we all died. Yeah, you don't need Chuck Norris in this movie for it to play out the yeah. exact same way. You don't need a karate guy. These truckers are going to uh run over the town. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Quite literally. jacks anything else from you? I just want to put out that word of caution once again, just in case you didn't get it from the movie. You don't fuck with a trucker.
2: Yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah, a horror slew of truckers either. Um, final recommendations. Uh, I'll start. Uh, Duh. I fucking loved this movie.
0: I was assuming that this was going to push all of your happy buttons. Yeah,
2: it did. It certainly did. Uh, I mean, so many staples. uh, Like I say, it's the only flaw it has is that the way it's ending. The beginning's actually a little slow and dry. I could have used a big action sequence at the beginning, but, man, usually our complaint is the middle's boring or, you know, the bookends uh, of things But this is just a slow and steady ramp up to fucking awesome shit. And, uh, no, I loved it. This is now my second favorite Chuck Norris movie. And it only can't beat out the Delta Force because it's the fucking Delta Force. Yes. So, uh, yeah, no, this is it. This is my jam. Jackie?
1: I didn't like it. (laughs) I loved it. (laughs) 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 I laughed my ass off. I was completely and totally entertained. I was rooting for Chuck Norris and the horse at the end. <laughs> um, the horse really, I don't know, like last year was a sea monster. Maybe I'm just like, don't like people anymore. Cause yeah, I'm maybe like not. the horse, the yeah. horse in this movie was great. Um, and I, I would absolutely recommend this movie. It was a good time. Yeah. It's boss. Awesome. Sam.
0: Yes. This is where bad movies and Chuck Norris meet in a special way mm-hmm. that it's not in my hall of fame, but if somebody told me it was in theirs, I'd be like, all right. Yeah. Uh, also, like, I th- I really built it up way too much. Roman and I overbuilt it to ourselves the first time we watched it and we were a little disappointed. But I've showed it to people because they want to see it. And so I've seen it, like, six times now. And I was laughing my ass off the sixth time through. Right. Like, it it has a real staying power. And once you sort of know what you're actually getting, like, the second time actually might be the best. Hmm. Best time around. So.
1: Well, and there's some weird shit in the background in this movie, there's too, to watch oh, oh, out for. Yes. Like, shirtless guy with a cat.
0: Shirtless guy with a cat.
1: He was my favorite.
0: I My favorite this time around, and I don't think I ever noticed her, was the lady that is just doing the worst <laughs> job being a waitress ever. Right. And then declares it in the middle of the film uh-huh. by just
2: yelling, so many mistakes. <laughs> oh, she's dropping sandwiches. Oh, man, it's bonkers. This movie, it's so weird. Um. So, yeah, two, three. that's three mega news from us. Um, I've got a segue into sure. something I found earlier uh today while I was uh, deciding on what trucking movies I wanted to put in my three s- series of trucking movies, and I found this article on cdljobs.com dot com that lists the five worst trucking movies of all time because that's what cdljobs.com dot com should be doing is yes. movie critiquing. Um Get I'm not clicks. Ga- I'm not gonna go through the list, but I wanna I wanna read the last paragraph of this beautifully written blog. Um the sad truth of the matter is the heading. I guess that a movie about a guy or gal who does their job, drives safe, keeps good logbooks and helps out uh, and helps out others on the road when given a chance to do so wouldn't make a very good movie. But it would be a lot more realistic than these five stinkers. That's what they're talking about. <laughs> that, that's your that's your takeaway. That's why I love trucking. Like yes. why I'm fascinated about the mythos of trucking is because on a movie blog or a blog that has no bus- nothing, no business doing this says yeah. You wouldn't want to see people helping out each other. Like, that's what truckers do. Yeah, They don't just deliver they're, goods. No. They see things on the side of the road. They, they're like, they're like Crime Stopper.
0: No, it's <laughs> not Crime Stoppers, but just little like helpers.
2: Yeah, they're just little helpers. Hi-
0: highway helpers, right? Yeah. They're out there on the the Pork chop Express is out there on the highway doing God's work and also delivering things.
2: And also <laughs> delivering our goods. Oh, man, I love trucking. Uh, speaking of which, we're going to have a little pop quiz hotshot. Oh, yeah. Uh, I haven't done this in a while, but uh, as this movie goes so deep into CB radio lingo, I pulled up some trucker terms that I want to bounce off you guys and see if you can uh, guess what they are. Starting with Antler Alley. What is an Antler Alley?
0: I have no idea.
2: Make a guess.
1: I'm going to guess that there's a lot of deer, that there's a deer pack coming. Bing, 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 bing. Deer crossing. Yes. Okay. What's a baby bear? Your son's in the truck with
2: you. Mm, that's a good guess, but no, that is not it. Uh, girlfriend? Mm-mm. Uh, no, no, not a girlfriend. You know what a bear is?
1: Yeah, it's a very hairy uh, homosexual. No, man. no,
2: no, not that one. Um, it's a the cop. actual. Yeah, it's a cop. Oh, there's a, cop, a bear. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so a baby bear would be a rookie cop. Okay. Yeah, I like that one. Uh, bear in the air. Helicopter. Helicopter. Yeah. Police, police helicopter. helicopter. Yep.
1: Oh, I got it right because I said police helicopter. <laughs>
0: It's not a moonshine (laughs) helicopter, you're right.
1: Yeah, Sam. Uh, How about a bird dog? Somebody who's pointing?
2: Mm, Kind of. I mean, run with that idea. What what would you want pointed
1: out to you on the highway? Speed traps. Mm, Getting warmer. Uh, I also don't want to be pulled over for my alcoholism, so a booze trap. What would help you, (laughs) as you're driving down the road, not get pulled
2: over by the police? knowing where they are. And how would you know where they are? If someone was telling you. Okay, fine. It's a fucking radar detector. (laughs) Oh. I thought it was like a guy
0: out there. It was like, yeah, he's on 47 quarter. Oh, like a lookout? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Okay.
2: Uh, And last but not least, this one's fucking bananas. Literally. uh, A pickle park. Is that where the lot lizards are? It is a rest area. It's the pickle park. Boy, howdy.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Is, is that for... Like wieners, Jackie. Maybe we shouldn't call them pickles, because that means that they're all shriveled up with weird wars. We're not and... calling... They're calling them. Many the people out on the road, hey, look out for that pickle park. There's going to yeah. be a
2: lot of some, a lot of weird stuff in there. Keep driving. Keep driving.
1: <laughs> mm, pickle park, huh?
2: Pickle park. So save that one for your travels as well, you highway people. Um, We got a few streaming do's and don'ts this week. Starting with, on Netflix, Backdraft 2, a movie that nobody asked for. (laughs) (laughs) Well, why,
0: why, if you're Rafaela De Laurentiis, Mm -hmm. why would you come out of retirement and then do this? I must make this film. This is the film that has beckoned me back to the screen. This this
2: story must be told about fires that explode out of doors, even though that does not happen in this movie.
0: Yeah. I, and she's like bringing it to Warner or no universals where she works. Right. Yeah. This had the universal tag on it. Right. I don't even know how the fuck they let that happen. I don't know either. She's like, i found the script. And then the person reads the top and says, backdraft two.
2: What? What the fuck? Why would we do that?
0: Yeah. She then paid for this new logo where it's dolphins that fly out of the ocean and then spell out to an I Right. And so you realize immediately, like, this is going to be the first time that you've ever seen. Rafaela De De Laurentiis delivered her her vision of film to you, and it's backdraft too, and it's everything you would expect it to be. It is shit.
1: It sucks. I didn't make it through the whole movie. No, it's horrible. I I pretended to have to go to the bathroom and then never came (laughs) back. That's what happened to me. I was like, because you would
2: hurt our feelings if you said this movie sucks. I'm leaving.
1: (laughs) Well, and I was I was hardly paying attention to begin with, but then my phone was dying, and I'm like, well, I've got a Nintendo Switch upstairs. And then I'm like, oh, I just have to go to the bathroom. And I never fucking came back. And then you guys came upstairs. You're like, what happened to you? And I'm like, that wasn't very good. Uh,
2: It's terrible. It's boring. Uh, The script is garbage. The lead guy is garbage. He's terrible. Everything sucked about this movie. Uh, He couldn't
1: even act with a dog. No. No. The dog was like showing him up.
2: And he's got this tough guy thing. Like, I'm tough tough arson investigator. <laughs> I break all the rules. Like I'm a fucking loose cannon. Like I'm Charlie Bronson or something. Fuck off.
0: You didn't even know. Like at that point, you couldn't even define his character. Cause by the end he's like also encompassed the spirit of the arsonist. Like he's actually evil or something. Right? Like, they never even really, like they try to do so much with him that they do absolutely nothing with.
2: him. They yeah, absolutely do nothing. And, and he ends up absolutely doing nothing in the movie.
0: Yeah, actually, no, he's foiled a 10-year uh, national security investigation yeah, right. by freelancing violence as a arson investigator.
2: Yeah, uh, there might be some congressional hearings uh, because of a f- uh, arson investigator, <laughs> firefighter. No, come on, get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. And, o- uh, sorry,
1: so, and the dog... Punches him in the balls, takes his pizza, and Mm -hmm. was like, you fucking go sit over there. That's right. Stupid butthole.
0: The only thing I liked about this movie was that we were able to discover that if you need Alec Baldwin for your movie, but you don't have Alec Baldwin money, you can now just hire William Baldwin because he is completely indistinguishable from his brother now. It is
2: uncanny, man. It is uncanny. Even the voice is the same. He's just Alec Baldwin too. Right. Yeah, it's crazy uh do not for me do not. Uh, no no
1: don't
0: i want to be able to go back in time until rafaela do not
2: yeah no shit huh do something else Ugh. um moving on speaking of uh dino de la <laughs> yes we on amazon prime dun, dun, there is a documentary called life after flash the sam j jones story um
0: He's the peepee guy.
2: He's the peepee guy okay. who plays Flash in the uh, now famous Sninker Madness episode. Um, but yeah. it also doesn't just follow Sam J. Jones. Um, it's it's a lot like uh, Best Worst Movie Ever. It's the lots of interviews about people who love Flash Gordon. They they interview people that have collectibles, props, uh, tour around the circuit, um, and also follow Sam J. Jones in what he's doing with his life now after Flash. So, pretty interesting.
1: It was interesting because you learn from the the guys in the movie that are collecting all these props, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That a majority of them were just shoved out the back door into, like, a burn pile because they didn't know what to do with them. And they – it's kind of amazing that some of that stuff is even, like, kind of hung around. And then my favorite part – when we get to the actors and the the guy who played Birdman, mm-hmm. the Birdman King.
2: What's that guy's name? You you. Uh, I can't remember anybody oh, in God. that movie. No, you you love this guy. Um, Flash
1: Gordon is alive, alive.
2: Oh, God, uh, we've got fans listening right now that are throwing things. Throwing at the things because oh, yeah. I don't like
0: the movie, but I know who he is.
2: Um, but uh, Brian Blessed. Whew. Oh, there you go.
1: And yeah. he's talking about when he meets the Queen of England after this movie comes out. And her sons are are pretty young still, right? Mm-hmm. And they're like, could could you just do the Flash Gordon is alive for yeah. my sons? Yeah, wouldn't that be awesome? <laughs> and he was like, okay,
2: of course,
1: your Majesty. <laughs> like that is amazing. Like you made that big of an impact, the Queen of England. Mm-hmm. Knows your line. Yeah. Right. And right. her family are fans of yours. Like, that's got to feel fucking amazing. And, and
2: you're Brian Blessed, and you've done a myriad of films sure. where people respect your egg. I mean, you're as, like, beloved as, like, John Hurt. And the queen says, can you do the line from the cheesy movie? Yeah, he's like... the line from Flash <laughs> Gordon? So
0: I guess you don't remember when I was doing Shakespeare at the Royal. Yeah. No. Thanks.
2: Do not care. <laughs> like the Flash Gordon. my subject. Um, yeah, it's weird, like to talk about the props, I want to re- go back because whether you love or hate flash Gordon, um, the one thing about it is it is an elaborate p- fucking production. Yeah. Um, the costumes, the makeup, the set design, so super colorful that it would have been a shame if any of this, that stuff, I mean, even like any movie, needs to have its stuff memorialized and, uh, to just chuck it in the bin would have broke my heart. Um, the one thing I didn't like about Life After Flash, it was it I, it wasn't honest about what Flash Gordon is. Um, whereas Best Worst Movie, the movie is the title of the h- documentary is literally saying that Troll Two is the worst movie. Um, this blows Flash Gordon pretty hard. Yeah,
0: they just marketed this wrong, and people didn't understand it. No, it stinks.
2: It stinks, and it's okay that it stinks. People yeah. can love it, and it stinks. Yeah, you, but they they make it seem like like. Um, Like, it's fucking Star Wars. No. Like, it changed filmmaking. We now make movies be- differently because of Flash Gordon. No, we don't make Flash Gordon yeah. anymore. That's what that did. It yep. stopped making it, Flash Gordon. It
0: made it to where 80-year-old parents aren't allowed to pick actors based upon their pee-pee. Right.
2: <laughs> which is good. <laughs> um. So, yeah, it kind of was a little too... What an amazing film. It is an amazing film, but not in a good way. Yeah.
1: Well, and the other thing that really bothered me is that, because it is produced by Sam... J. Jones. D. Jones. D. Jones. (laughs) -Jones. -Jones. Sam J. Jones. Sam J. Jones, the Flash Gordon guy. Mm -hmm. The guy who plays Flash Gordon. And I really felt like his journey of Christianity and him not being able to deal with the fame... Right. And and, and the rejection. And the rejection from Hollywood... Mm -hmm that that led him into this Christianity and yeah. he used this movie as a platform yeah. for God is good and God is great. And I'm you know, I'm all about whatever you need to do, right? But if you're gonna make a, a, a movie about Flash Gordon do that. Do that. Yeah. And then make
0: your documentary about Christianity later. Right. Yeah. I right. mean, it
1: just it just didn't feel a- appropriate because, you know, the other actors that were taking part in this, and even Brian May from Queen.
2: Yeah, Brian May stops by um, and talks about the music.
1: You know, they're talking about their experiences on set and the costumes and how much things weighed and how it was impossible to talk with this mask on. Right, and, right. and, you know, they're remembering the camaraderie that they had and, and how big the sets were for everything. And then... Sam is talking about Jesus. Jesus. And I'm like, well, why didn't you talk about... I think that this is what bothered me, is that it's it's well known that he um, doesn't come back after winter break to finish up the film, so that's not his voice in the movie. Right. And so he was overdubbed for all of his lines, and he never even talks about that. He's, he just says, well, my agent said not to do it. Yeah, But you kind of have to wonder if there's more there, and what's the real deal
2: Uh, Dino De Laurentiis probably Um, but yeah no it, it is weird because everybody talks so much about Flash Gordon and what their life was like after Flash Gordon how it relates to Flash Gordon he does not He just talks about his life post-Flash Gordon, like, oh, on this day, my child was born. On this, I did this. None of it's related to Flash Gordon, and especially the the Christianity thing that he harps on. Yeah, it it, it was different than how they treated every other interview. Yeah, Mm -hmm.
0: there's a lot of stuff like that happens where it's like, oh, I know I can... It's like they're co-opting it. Like, I got Mm -hmm. a five-minute soapbox that I can stand on here. Right. And then sometimes you wonder it's like they're only doing this because it's the only way to get their five minute soapbox going. Yeah. Right. It's like, oh I'll do this other thing that should just be it. But I'm getting my five minute fucking soapbox on this.
1: Uh, I mean, go ahead. I, I'm not gonna lie though, I mean, it didn't didn't change my love for the movie at all. No, it didn't hurt not. my view on on what Flash Gordon is to me. And it actually made me appreciate it a lot more knowing mm-hmm. what I know. Yeah. Uh based from watching this documentary. But yeah, I would still go meet Sam.
2: Oh, I totally would as well. It's um, you know,
1: you know, I, I would go meet any of those actors. Yeah, I'd um, love to at a comic con or something. I I would pay the money to go take my picture with them Heck and whatnot. Yeah. Heck yeah. Um, but if as soon as he said the Jesus to me, I'd be like, okay, oh, I that's... gotta go talk to Brent Spiner again. Bye. How nice.
2: Uh, Bye. Uh, Bye. 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 See. Keep it to yourself. Uh, Jackie, do or don't on life after flash.
1: I'm gonna give it a do. I I felt like there were a lot of really interesting pieces to it mm-hmm. and. Uh, there are some really funny things where the actors are just their whole personality some of the the actors that were part of Flash Gordon it really comes out yeah And you can see that they would have been so much fun to work with on this movie. Oh, yeah,
2: absolutely. That's what I got, too. Um, Yeah, I'm going to give it a do. It is not Best Worst Movie, as I said, but it is incredibly interesting. Um, It's just the bias kind of pissed me off a little bit. But, uh, yeah, still a do. Um, Last but not least this week, uh, we want to uh, follow up from our episode last week where friend of the show, Eric, guested. We watched his movie on Amazon Prime called Life Room. From 2009, a 65-minute zombie movie uh, about that follows six people who sporadically die by zombies as they are trapped in a church yeah. gathering room called the Life Room. Yes.
1: So first off, Eric made it seem like this thing was going to be a major piece of shit. Yeah. And that it was going to be unviewable is is what I was thinking that right. this movie was going to be unviewable. He was
2: very humble about his uh, his description of it,
1: and that I was going to start watching this thing, and I was I was just going to be like, I have to go to the bathroom <laughs> and then not go back <laughs> because you know, like, just the way that he had been talking about it since we met him, it's just, uh, yeah, I don't have real high expectations, but I am going to say, I, I will just let you know right now, I'm going to give it a do. Yeah, I was entertained. It was short. It was the right length for what it was. Yeah, yeah. And you know some of the actors okay, the the female actors sucked asshole, okay? Right. They they just did. But the mean keep off t-shirt guy and the last man that's alive with the stripy shirt with the it looked like he had um sideburns that hit, that they had glued on. Kind of did. <laughs> Cuz like it never uh, like a couple of shots they look kind of glassy like there's plastic underneath them.
3: yeah.
1: Um those two I thought kind of nailed it. Like, they owned their characters, and I I was, like, kind of sad when the little bastard kid died. (laughs) (laughs) You know, like, oh, if anybody, I thought you'd be the last one to make it because you're fucking ruthless. You killed your own damn friend.
2: Um, yeah, there's some interesting things that he does with the uh, uh, the Walking Dead version of, of what zombies are or what a zombie apocalypse is. Why people like that is it's not because of the zombies. It's about the people that are actually surviving it are more dangerous than the zombies. Um, it is super budget, very super budget. Um and a lot of tropes in, uh, that uh, run throughout the zombie thing. I am done with zombies. I yeah, am I'm so fucking sick of zombies. It. But in 2009, this was about as hot, hot as as things could get. So I I'm gonna also say, um, uh, aside from you, morally should do it to support your fellow uh uh Secret Madness fans. Um, you know we like to encourage creativity in the uh, in our community. Um, do it for that reason alone, but I would say do it as well. Um, if you are still interested in seeing what, what, uh, uh, independent filmmakers are doing with the zombie concept, which, you know, a lot of people are still doing. So, um, so yeah, from that angle, it's a do from me. Um, be aware, it's super budget.
0: I would say, I mean, it's not like when you say super budget, you're kind of not like overbilling it even then because you're saying it's budgeted. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not saying anything about Eric, but it's an amateur film. Yeah, and that's if you're it. used to watching amateur films, this is actually a pretty decent amateur film.
2: I think he did a really good did, job for yeah. his first and only director yeah. and writing uh, thing. I think it's, I think it's kind of competent. I'm surprised he didn't do another one. If
0: he, w- if his intention was for me to want these people to die with a passion he did good job because oh, i wanted them to die immediately yeah these after people. like the f- 20th minute i was like kill them kill them now yeah <laughs> you must kill them i want to kill him right do now it himself. fuck
1: off or P- keep off kid yeah Please. push them all out there oh
0: i got actually warmed up i was like you should ki-. i wanted him to kill everybody else yeah he was it was stupid, my favorite but uh, yeah yeah it you, it's got symptoms of the time, like the camera is interlaced, so the transfer you can tell. Mm-hmm, right, um, it blooms because you know like the cameras in two thousand nine looked like it was a three chip camera. If you're shooting outside, the sky is going to be white and bloomy, lights, windows. It's hard to shoot in front of that stuff because the contrast range just isn't there on the equipment. Right. So yeah,
3: yeah.
1: I will also say I really appreciated the the new zombiness of this movie that I uh, have not seen before. Okay. That I thought was great writing was that the zombies, they're not just walking around constantly, right? They get rigor mortis, a zombie timeout. Yeah, that was they, unique. Yeah, they get rigor mortis, and then they come back come back from, from it. it <laughs> you know, and, and they say, like, and it says in the movie, right, that there is a life cycle to this, to this disease. So you know that they're getting close to the end of the life cycle mm-hmm, mm-hmm. once they hit that rigor mortis They just got to survive. Right. And so, like, when they come across all the dead people in the gym... And and the rig and is set in, right? And that I just I really like that. I thought it was a new kind of concept on things. Zombie timeout. Zombie, zombie timeout. Zombie time out, but you know, also recognizing that you know these are dead bodies, and this this is going to happen to them. You know, so it's not like these bodies are just going to remain fluid and moving. Right. So I I like that. Yeah. There you go. uh
2: So that's uh three dudes, three dudes. from us. Just know that life I, room.
0: I will repeat myself. You have to be used to watching amateur films. True. Yes. Yeah.
2: Um, Next week, it is Sam's pick. What are we doing?
0: I haven't decided if it's Hidden Assassin. I've got two Lungrens to finish out my Lungren 3, and I'm having a hard time picking one, so it's going to be a surprise.
2: Okay. All right. Uh, Expect a Dolph Lungren movie next week on the podcast. Uh, Enjoy your week. Get to the chopper. Visit us at www.stinkermadness.com. Follow Stinker Madness on Twitter at Stinker Madness. Please rate and review us on iTunes and Stitcher. Thank you for listening and get to the chopper.